Howdy, folks. Uh, we're on to the final topic for today, which is, I think this is actually going to be a bit of a controversial one because everyone has posted, like, quite different opinions in how we think this is going to go. And <laughs> this question came to us courtesy of Masty, sorry, Masty, who wanted to know if we think the future of video games lies in power or portability. Basically, as as technology increases and gets better and more powerful, is that where the industry is going to go? Or do we think it's going to go in a more uh, uniform, smaller, uh, compact direction where power isn't actually the most important thing? And convenience is what will end up mattering to people the most. And you can probably guess what inspired this topic. It's a lovely little device called the Nintendo Switch. So who should we get to go first with this one? I'm going to let Chevy have this one first because I'm I'm very curious what she thinks of this one. Um, I think it's I think it's kind of I'd like to say that it probably will more than likely continue to go through this whole like portable more convenience things but i think there's still like a market for people wanting just straight like performance power like for like for the switch right uh the wii u had to fail in that sense in order for the switch to do what it does now because it was just clunky it really didn't hold it it wasn't what it could have been at that time I'm still... Sorry to interrupt you guys. Wait, sorry to interrupt you guys. Uh, Your cameras are going wonky. Yeah, I know. I was trying to to share my screen in order to just plaster a big old PC master race. Yeah, I think you completely (laughs) messed up the entire stream, Seth. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Good job, my friend. Uh, I know, I saw your... Are we back to normal? Yeah, I think we are. Because your camera is still like wonky sized oh yeah, I, I brought it back I'm, I'm so sorry I thought it would be <laughs> um it's, thankfully these are going to be split up into separate episodes so it's not too <laughs> we won't have this goof on the main show let me call you guys again and see if that fixes the sizes alright sorry okay. Hello? <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. <laughs> we we are professionals, guys, I swear. There we go. Look at look at that beautiful face go. taking up the whole screen. Everything <laughs> everything got fixed. Yeah. PC, oh, oh. P- PC master race, huh? How did that work out uh, for you? This, this, this is inferior Skype software, not, uh, not PC master race. Sep broke everything. <laughs> yeah, god damn it, Sep. <laughs> it would have been fun if it worked. I'm just saying. That would have been cool. Um, next time, actually, in future, if you ever want to do something like that, just like pop it into the dock, and I could just probably bring it up on screen myself. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, Sep has something to show us. 
This but is it's my really answer. easy. Okay, let's start this one more time. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Professional streamers. Uh, where well, is my Where is my Skype window gone? That would be really useful. I mean, in 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 this. Oh. Yeah, I mean, in this case, it was me trying to troll, and it derailed everything. So. Yeah, good job. It That's what you get for yeah, being a troll. Uh, Congratulations, you trolled right. yourself. That is karma. Uh, check out that sexy desktop. I didn't mean to show that, but check that out. That's, That's good, good old Vincent Valentine. Sexy bastard. Um, That's one of my favorite games. I know a lot of people don't like that game as much, but I love that game. Are you looking forward him. to the remake? Oh, I'm not talking about uh, seven. I'm talking about seven uh, Cerberus. Oh, wow! It's just That's him. controversial. That's... Um, I I love that game. I, I like anything <laughs> Vincent is in, but definitely wouldn't say I'm a fan of Cer uh, Cerberus. Um, okay, let's. <laughs> yeah, we're already getting reactions to that in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow Chevy. She's amazing. I swear. Even if she likes Dirge Cerberus, she's still a cool. A cool... <laughs> Hey, you like Dirge of Cerberus, I like Spirits Within. We're both even. <laughs> I don't like Final Fantasy. I was going to say Incept like Star Wars, but then I realized I would probably invent... Uh, it... It's it's more, it's more yeah, I dislike... the only Final Fantasy I like, basically. I really don't like very many of the rest of the series. Oh, Chevy, marry me. <laughs> go, give, <laughs> go give this lovely lady a follow. She's fantastic. <laughs> it's been a great addition to the crew. Um... <laughs> So yeah, community topic time. Okay, I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh, you already know each other. You guys, okay, we are good. We are, we, we are, Axel. Quiet. Okay. Yeah, exposing him. Shh, professional time. We are not having another 10 minutes of me breaking down in tears and laughing <laughs> like we did the last time. That is not happening again. <laughs> I am a professional. I Yes. <clears throat> Jeffy's just no, tankful good. curses in here. <laughs> yes. Actually, while we have the chance, let me just fill up my water. Yes, that's yeah. We're it. We're 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 having some technical difficulties intermission right now. <laughs> They're all Seps' faults, just FYI. It is. It is. I mean, I li literally you can you can blame me for anything that goes wrong, even when I'm not on the show. It's completely okay. <laughs> well, if something went wrong, it's because you weren't here, and if yes. something did go wrong, it's because you were here. Um, here. Obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The moral of the story, kids: don't troll people. You never, it never, it never pays off. <laughs> Except for the fewer, apparently. Hashtag blame Sep. That's going up on Twitter later. Uh, <laughs> this is going. Words cancels the show. God damn it, Sep. No, I, I, I'll keep the show going. It's just afterwards he's gonna get. He's he's gonna, he's gonna get us. Um, <laughs> right over the knee. Um, you sure about that, Irish boy? I have a sword. Well, I don't have it here, but it is somewhere, and it's got like multiple extending <laughs> bits going out the sides, so it's much cooler than the, your sword. It's not right here. But I, I don't. I don't have it my, with my, me, so that's sword, probably not much use. Big, my sword is bigger than your swords, and I know how to use it. We will. We will have to measure them and find out. <laughs> 
Okay, shall, shall we do the final topic? <laughs> How can I rate him afterwards when he's on the show? Um... <laughs> oh, and I taught yesterday, uh, last week, couldn't get any worse. Words. Or words with swords. Words with swords. <laughs> swords with words. No, no sword count. Words with words. N no sword count. There no we go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, sorry. Boy. I'll I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. No, you won't. He's <laughs> just like, no, you won't. This is going to be an ongoing thing. Uh, from now on, that everyone's going to like troll me at least once in every episode. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Right. Do you want to do a countdown? I came into something. Yeah, remember last week or last month, Lottie, when I broke down in laughter because uh, I couldn't count properly. Uh, now this sep is like trying to compare this sword sizes and uh, <laughs> completely screwed up the entire <laughs> the entire stream <laughs> by trying to troll me with a troll us with a picture that just like completely destroyed everyone's camera. For like, <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're getting trolls up the rest of the, the rest of the stream. Sunglasses are on, the fucks are out. Let's do this. <laughs> Your sword may be bigger than mine, but my glasses are cooler than yours. So that is, that is okay. Who wins now? <laughs> you can't count. You better do the measuring, Septicus. <laughs> <laughs> you were oh fired, God. Lottie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and this, guys, is why you want to catch the live show and not uh, and not only watch it on YouTube or listen to it on the podcast. <laughs> you don't get oh, all the extra little bits. <laughs> oh lord! Oh man, we need to learn all a right. way to like get this kind of laughter in into like the main freaking because the episode where I break down laughing and crying and stuff got like five times as many views as the actual like professional topics. So. <laughs> actually while i have you guys here speaking of really dumb shit that entire episode and all our mess mess ups is actually inspiring next week's show i might as well get on to this while i have you guys here now <laughs> uh next week we are doing the dumb question special edition plus ultra remix and during the dumb question special edition plus ultra remix we are going to be taking the dumbest stupidest questions that you guys can come up with and answering them seriously on the show. And you can probably guess when this episode is going to air. 1st of April. April the 1st. Which it just happens to be a Wednesday. Lottie is going to be on this show. And we haven't actually decided who the second uh, guest is going to... You're on every show, Seth. I have to put <laughs> other people on the show just so you... Just so they get, coach! <laughs> just so they get a chance... Uh, I, was, I was born for this. <laughs> if you're interested in submitting really stupid, dumb, entertainment-related questions to this episode, hop over to the Discord, and we have a special channel dedicated just to allowing you to suggest stupid questions. And unlike the normal community questions, you don't even need to be subscribed to submit a question. So go wild and have fun. And Lottie and someone else will be on next week, not Sep, to uh, <laughs> to discuss this topic. It's probably true. I mean, I mean, the silliness now would be 
yeah, no, you're probably you're probably right in that decision. <laughs> that would, uh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Sepp is heartbroken. Uh, he's he's fine. He he'll just go off and behead a few people. He'll be he'll be fine. No, I'll be in chat. <laughs> Trolling away with your your big okay. <laughs> Let's get this back on track, guys. Um, yeah, yep. this is supposed to be a short episode. <laughs> Uh, I love you guys. What what are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing emoting to get into it to get into serious mode. That's not getting me into serious mode. <laughs> That's quite impressive, though. I will say it's quite a talent. <laughs> Go on, let's see. Let's see that up close. <laughs> Uh, poor Septecus has lost it. I'm not surprised, putting up with us lost. Uh, Dragon, you've, se you've seen way too many of my streams to think this is not my modus operandi. The social isolation yeah. is starting to get to him. Uh, Definitely. Uh, <laughs> my quarantine uh, ended today. I actually went out and got a coffee. It was lovely. Yeah, I went outside today. Whoa, man, it was, it was insane. I, I even got <laughs> mushroom soup from the shop. I was like, oh man, this is heaven. This is what heaven feels like. All right. Do you want to do you want to do the countdown? I would like to, but I don't think yeah. it's going to go well. Um, howdy, folks. And uh, now we're on to the last score. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was that was all. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> he broke. Yeah, I broke. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs to. He needs to gather himself. He needs to just. Oh, man. I would. I would love to see like a blooper reel or something at some point. With like ev every time this show just went. It just went sideways. <laughs> not, not, not not as planned. <laughs> not as planned. Yeah. <sighs> the best bits. That would be that would be a great like highlight reel from all the all the episodes. When right, I laugh yeah. too much, my eyes start running and my nose starts running. It's gross. Stop it. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Take your time. We're here. Yeah. We believe in you, Michael. You can do uh. this. <laughs> okay, I think I got it out of my system. Yes. Howdy, folks, and we're finally ready to move on to the next question. Uh, if you want to know why we're laughing, yeah, we will have a few highlights up on the Twitter, so go over and check that out on twitter.com forward slash no word count. Pretty much no word count everywhere. It's, it's not hard to find. Uh, and we are finally going to sit down and have a nice, mature, professional conversation about the next <laughs> topic. <laughs> which was I'm going to do this, which was suggested to us by... <laughs> no. oh. Masty. Thank you. Do you want to take over? How about... The topic I, is, I have an idea. We haven't done this gaming? before. And we could actually do this in the future. 
a different person could do the introduction for each question. Uh, All right. So I need to get my composure back. So All right. I, uh, can, I can do it. I can do it. Go on. All right. Three, two, one. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, words is slightly out of commission, so I'm going to introduce the next topic. Uh, it was submitted by Masty. And the topic is, is the future of gaming in powerhouse computers or in portable devices? That was, and, nicely, uh, that was nicely done, Sep. Yeah, and if, if, you've, if, if you're in control again, words, would you like to start us off this time? I would like to start us off. I always end up letting you guys go uh, first. And I have some uh, conflicting opinions on the subject, which never happens on any subject ever on this show. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, basically, the idea behind this question that Massey was asking is like, we kind of have this idea that technology is always moving forward, but at the same time, it's always getting fall getting smaller, and the two tend to kind of conflict with each other. Uh, in that, you either get power or you get portability. You can't have your cake and eat it, as they say. And consumers, in my opinion, from my personal experience, are actually are more interested in portability than they are in like how how pretty the graphics are and how many fractals it can bounce off the ambient occlusion ray tracing isolation stuff uh and no more game exemplifies this to me more than or no no more piece of hardware exemplifies this more than nintendo switch uh which I was just checking uh, today, I think it was, and they were releasing figures for the sales of this hardware. And over in Japan, the Switch currently owns 96% of the gaming market. All the other hardware combined, that includes the PS4 uh, and the Xbox, lol, uh, only makes up 4% of the consumer market over there. And... This hardware has been nothing but a absolutely phenomenal success. It's just blown everyone away, and it doesn't even care about how pretty the graphics are. Do you guys have a Switch? Nope. I do. You do? I, I wasn't actually sure if you have a Switch yourself. Did you get Animal Crossing, Chevy? Yes, I did. Okay, we need to uh... visit each other's homes uh, uh, in the near future. And... Doom is awesome, I won't lie. It's pretty fucking great. Uh, fantastic music, beautiful graphics. But what is the game right now that's like really, especially with everything that's going on with uh, COVID-19 and stuff, what's the game that's really kind of bringing people together in a way that's like really relevant to society? Uh, human beings are social and... You can't carry your PC to your right. friend's house. Well, you can. You could carry your PC to your friend's house. That's really laborious and difficult and hard to do. Uh, you could just sit down in a park and play... Uh, uh, what's it called? Splatoon with your friends or, or some Super Mario or Animal Crossing. And I, in my personal opinion, I think Powerhouse style of development has actually taken a bit of a hit in the last couple of years and simply isn't as relevant as it used to be. But I know you guys have contrary opinions, so 
Dead Racer Chevy, I will let you uh, yeah. go first or go second and let me know what you think. Uh, sure. Um, I think it's I think it's it's not surprising to me when you when you say the you know the the sales numbers as far as it being like 96 percent of the market, because not just Japan, but obviously other countries um, have very large demographic of like mobile gaming like that's also a very huge thing so it, it's not surprising that the correlation of something v being very similar to that because it's it's almost like a, a slightly larger phone with you know the joysticks on the side right in terms of like screen it's not too much more bigger you know it's still you know tablet-esque size um, so that's that's not surprising to me. Um, I think it's more of a mix of the future of it being not just portability, but more convenience is what it is. Because I was a considerably later adopter of the Switch. I didn't really want to get it when it came out, only because my normal view of, you know, of playing games, it's always been a at home experience it's always been a gathering so it's always something that was like planned and stuff like that and i think a lot of times trying to go away from that it feels kind of strange because i know when i looked at the switch i was like why would i want to be able to go you know with something on top of whatever i'm doing you know why would i want to take this thing with me that's like the size of like my laptop or something smaller, yeah. right? And play it going somewhere else if I'm already going to an event or something else. Um, and I got it and I did see like, you know, some games and things like that that really uh, get what I like. Uh, Chevy, did you ever have a handheld console before? Like a Game Boy? I did. I had a Game Boy SP. So I never had an OG Game Boy. Uh, my husband did. But I never, I didn't get it when it came out. I got it a little bit afterwards. So it was like a gift from my grandmother. And I still have it. But I never really was um, like ingrained with those games. Because I never owned a Nintendo console prior to that Game Boy. So there wasn't a lot of like games that I was either familiar with or that I had like an emotional attachment to. So I always kept the Game Boy. But I never you know, was like, oh, yeah, I want to get the new Metro game or I want to get whatever. I think the only games that I had for that Game Boy was like red and blue. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and I still have my original copies. And that's basically all I played. So I never had that attachment to it, like period. It was always a very, for me, gaming still is a very like couchy co-op-y relaxation thing so for me having a tv that's dedicated or having my pc or my setup it's always like a place to go so being able to have it like all in one package was kind of strange i think it's cool but I, I don't know if it's going to be 100% like the thing because we have, I think if you can do a mix of both or at least kind of have them feed off of each other, it would be more beneficial than just going straight, like just portability. Um, because, and the reason why I believe that like powerhouse stuff is not as like 
up there as it probably was before is just because the barrier to entry for PC gaming is as low as it's been in a long time. You can get a really decent, nice rig that can play the latest games for five, six hundred dollars. You know, true. you can you can you can go higher than that. Sure, if you really want to, you know, shoot for certain frame rates and aesthetics and stuff like that. Um, and it's just way different than what it was before. Um, but yeah, like something I wanted to touch on was something that Axel said as far as like Axel saying uh, a lot of interesting uh, things like on this he, subject. He was talking. Um, he's a he's a programmer, so he was talking about obviously the cost of what you know mobile gaming has as far as like development time and things like that. Like that definitely is stuff that factors into it, of course, when you have uh, you know being able to port something to something that's like the size of like my phone or you know things like that. I I would hope that it would sort of land there. I don't want it to completely go that way only because I personally really like the idea of a console. I know for a lot of people, they're just like, no, well, just do it on PC. It's better. But for me, there's just something about that. And for me, it's probably an emotional attachment of like having this thing that has stood whatever time with you that is made for that purpose and only that purpose basically whereas yes i have my computer but it serves so many other things besides the gaming it does so many things and the gaming is just a cherry on top of that sunday i think it probably will it just depends on what that cost i think will look like in the future and it, i mean it looks like it's going in its favor because like I said before, the Wii U had to fail in order for the Switch to become what it is now. And, you know, so far Nintendo is, you know, making... Kind of killing us. You know, the hardware is currently sold out, like, almost worldwide from official sellers or, like, first-hand sellers like Nintendo and third-party sellers on Amazon and eBay and all those places are actually jacking up the price of the Switch right now like yeah. 400 just because there's so much demand and so little supply and all i can say is i don't see that happening with with like with with a pc or a uh it's just it's 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 not convenient to people anymore that's how i perceive it and someone in the chat uh, Whisker, Whisker Pixel, that's a great username, by the way. Whisker Pixel mm -hmm. said that, uh, I think the ease of use is going to be huge. Uh, my mom wants a Switch, but has no interest in the upkeep of a computer or games. She doesn't need mm -hmm. portability, but she needs a user interface that she feels comfortable with. I think there's a lot of people in that demographic. Uh, and that's how I see it. It's like, we are in the place where we like understand computers. We understand like how to get how to modify our GTX to run the games at the best frame rates and all that kind of stuff. But I believe that the vast majority of consumers just don't care. They just don't. There's always going to be that demographic that's interested. They will always of be course. there. But I think that the mass market is going to be here 
I'll uh, I'll jump in here and say that and here yeah. that that's uh, Twinkie has a very good point, and I agree completely. Uh, I was about to say it is that Nintendo has always been really, really ridiculously good at that. They have been able to appeal to. And they have always tried to appeal to people who don't necessarily uh, play games. You know, they're, they're like the non-gamers who might enjoy a little bit of, uh, you know, digital playtime if they find something that fits them. And uh, the phone game market is is a great example of this. There are like the biggest game market in terms of uh, titles active players and users is the phone game market. And the problem with a console is that it's very clunky and hard to take with you and to connect to your TV and everything like that. And then Nintendo comes along with the Switch, makes it so that you only need to hook it up to your TV at home, and then they give you a cool, cute little screen that you can take with you everywhere, right? So it's not clunky and hard to transport anymore. Then, on top of that, you have Nintendo's core design values, which is uh, accessible games. You know, they have games for pretty much everybody. I mean, if you're going to get if you're going to get someone a console that don't really that, that to someone who haven't really played games before, give them a Nintendo and just watch them run Quite literally, if they play the right game, um, Animal Animal Crossing—that's the right game. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, some some people will think that game is too like uh, large and weird, and I'm I'm literally talking about people who don't play games at all mm. will still find something to play on the Nintendo. It won't be Mario Kart. It won't be Super Smash. It will most likely not even be Breath of the Wild or Animal Crossing, but they have these fitness games, for example. They have these cute little, you know, no uh, consequences, just fun party games, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, But there will always be the powerhouse mega games that for the time being cannot be played on consoles these huge works of art both uh, like visually and technologically uh, that will be absolutely amazing and the 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 thing is that I I think this this topic is not an either-or question I think it's more of the first IP that can combine this and uh, make you like help you be constructive in a game that uh, can be played on all platforms, not not necessarily Nintendo, not necessarily a PC, not necessarily an Xbox or a PlayStation or a phone for that matter, but a game that includes uh, a, like. It, it makes you able to feel like you're being productive in the game no matter where you are. So if they're as, able to make... No, as, like, as for example... Said, they, basically, Fortnite. Yeah, almost. Almost. It Fortnite has cross-progression and it has cross-play. It can be played on any form or format and you can take... You can you play it on one machine, you got the exact same progress as you do on every other machine. 
Exactly. Uh, and this this is an interesting point because this is something Microsoft have actually been doing a lot of. Uh, maybe not to the, quite that scale, but they have this idea that you can play a game on the Xbox and that game can also exist on the PC. And uh, yeah. there's and just... Go ahead. Yes, sorry. Uh, I just I just remembered something. There, and there are certain games that can't be played on small held, handheld devices that a lot of uh, people actually enjoy. You know, uh, organizational games... Uh, strategy games uh that sort Absolutely. of thing uh th like basically games that have such depth to them that you actually need like at least half a keyboard in order to you know play it properly i mean it can be reduced to point and click but at that point at some point you're just going to break your screen or your controller because there are so many different inputs that you need to but, do but what uh, if that device had a touch screen <clears throat> no that, that's what i'm saying at, at some point you're going to break your screen but going all over the place uh, you can with... play civilization six on the switch and yes unlike the old games that came out on like the xbox and the playstation 3 it's the full civilization six game completely yes. unchanged there's no compromises yes. there's no simplifications it's the exact same game and i can carry it around in my pocket i can carry yeah, around that... doom eternal in my pocket Doom Eternal is yeah. coming to the Switch, and I mean, I mean, uh, Rome Total War, the first uh, like major hit for uh, Creative Assembly, is actually playable on the iPad. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but my my point is is that like Fortnite has shown that if you give people a game that is playable uh, cross platform uh, and also on handheld devices. You, you, you'll never let your players have a break and figure out that maybe they don't want to play Fortnite anymore, right? I, I like, think World of Warcraft dabbled with an app that let you do the auction house uh, when you were not actively playing World of Warcraft. And if, if they well, were, why if, did why did you have to remind me of that, Sep? I, I'm, I'm, I, if, I, want, I want to go over and cry in a corner now because, <laughs> my God, I miss the auction. That stopped me wanting to play the game. Actually, yeah. legitimately. Yeah, but, but imagine if World of Warcraft somehow made their game scalable to be played from the phone, right? I mean, we're almost there with, and I know you hate this, uh, Michael, but uh, cloud, cloud gaming, uh, right? Yeah. No, no, it's not there yet. It's not there yet. And it won't, most likely won't work as a gaming service it won't but it... no, 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 no just just hear me out <laughs> <laughs> but if you're able to access a game uh where most of the decoding and processing is done uh not on the hardware uh unless you have it on you know a powerhouse device or a powerhouse computer if you're able to access that via the switch uh via the phone via the pad whatever uh then then you'll have something like insane on your hands like nobody would ever quit world of warcraft if they literally could play it 24 7 even when they're out doing like if they go to the toilet at work they can get like five minutes of grinding it Right. Like, See, but no, no. Would, that's but what my switch is for. Kind of, yeah. But wouldn't that kind of 
wouldn't it doesn't that kind of present the question of whether or not having all of those options eventually just becomes too much for most for like for for a certain percentage of people like obviously for the mass amount of people that are not obviously going to go like that hard you know it's not a big deal but for the smaller inset of people that already have to like have the spacing between you know this is where i game this is where i work and then having all of that through everything i feel like that would just like i think having all of that option would just fatigue the hell out of me honestly just having so much of that all the time like it's great for you know being able to have crossplay, being able to have the same progression through multiple things, but eventually I think it would just be so much coming at you that I don't know if I would have the same, re- or at least I don't, yeah. maybe that's just me. I don't know if I would have the same relationship with games the way that I we, do now. We, we have the same thing right now with, with smartphones. Smartphones ushered in the era where everything is available and accessible no matter where you are right mm-hmm. gaming is for the first time in many many years gaming is lagging behind the general uh, entertainment uh, sector in that regard the switch did a ton of uh, like leaps and bounds forwards with that which is amazing but you can't play you know something massive uh, but you can. Um, there are massive games coming out. We got Witcher Three on the Switch. We're getting Doom yeah, Eternal that's on the old, Switch. That's that's an old game. Uh, it does. It, it may be an old dude. That was an old game that still has graphics cards coming out now. They can't play it on Ultra. That's that's not a yes, slouch. But yeah, but, but I think thing, the user experience is, is probably a little bit different compared to playing it on a seven-inch well, screen. Sure, but that a, depends on yep. what you want. As a consumer, do you want the big flashy graphics, or do you want yeah, to play? But you're 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 missing my you're missing my main point. That that switch that switch Witcher the Switcher, switcher uh, will yeah. be yeah the Switcher uh, will be your game file on the Switch. If you sit down at your uh, computer at home, it won't be that same file. So if you That's... leave your house and you want to keep adventure, your adventure with Gerald going while you sit on the plane, uh, going to whatever, then you can't. But if someone makes it so that you can seamlessly continue your game experience uh, outside of your house on a different device, like in Fortnite... You'll have like that. That's where the future lies, in my opinion. I and powerhouses versus you. Uh, portability is it's 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 a good question, but it doesn't take into account, in my opinion, what is actually going to happen. I agree with you on the fundamental level in that, like having those games everywhere is cool, but I also agree with Chevy that it can be too. I think we're already at the point where it's too much. Fortnite is on everything. It's on a mobile phone. It's on the Switch. It's on the Xbox. It's on PC. It's probably on a toaster somewhere. I'm surprised we don't have <laughs> Fortnite Alexa. Uh, yeah. Well, I think with that kind of game, though, it's one of those games where you stop, reset, right? And then there, there it is. Whereas something like WoW, right? Yeah. Where it's a constant daily 
I got to do dailies. I got to do this. I got to do that. I think that those type of games would be the games or like something like league things yeah. that you're constantly having any kind of like decay or even being away from it for too long. You, you know, will suddenly be behind. That's where I think the problem would prop up more than a game that you can just quit restart. Okay. Let's back out, quit restart back out. Um, the, the point that I wanted to make is that that kind of thing it can only be done on a game per game level. It's yeah. never unless yeah. like unless literally every device ever is just running Windows. It's yeah. it's a it's a pipe dream basically, and we don't as as much as I support Windows, we don't want everything running Windows. Because uh, I, I just I just want glorious cross uh, cross platform everything basically i have, i would love I have that a bunch of friends who live for linux and the games we can play together you can count them on one hand almost it's uh, it's terrible and i want i wanted to get to that point but each game like is going to be coded fundamentally differently and what what works on windows is not necessarily going to work on linux directly yeah, yes it will yes it will if the, you can't just take the exact if, same code and just have it work on. It. No, no, not not the exact same code, but I mean, you the it just demands a little bit more care and a little bit more, uh, you know, actual you know, work to make that happen. I think uh, it probably requires more work than we think, um, and it's only going to be possible by games and companies that like have the successful business to actually manage that like dauntless or uh fortnite fortnite or <laughs> rocket league well i was thinking of rocket league was the one that was actually coming yeah. to my mind um rocket league was really the game that championed this idea uh and i love i just came up with a really good way to compare these mobile gaming is television Powerhouse gaming is movies. Movies are less risk averse. They don't take as many chances. There isn't as many crazy ideas. Uh, Seb's looking at me like, really? Are you sure? Some some movies take chances. Not all of them. Uh, yeah, mostly. It's, it's, yeah, you have a good metaphor, uh, ex except for with the justification, because uh, yes, the big budget uh, studio movies are take less risk that that's fine uh but you know what movies have that tv shows don't have and that computer computer gaming has that uh console that gaming doesn't have uh they have these amazingly crazy one or two man show indie titles they have these weird ass art house movies these Insane but those are the exception, not the rule. Made, huh? no, but like the, the the indie movie community is huge. There are so many student films. There are so many short movies. There are so many, uh, you know, animators doing their thing, going for their shot. The same in gaming. You know, Minecraft was made by a Swedish dude in his basement and was sold <laughs> for a billion freaking dollars uh, later down the line. I mean, he he couldn't make that for the Xbox. He couldn't make that for the PlayStation. He could definitely not make that for Nintendo because screw Nintendo's IP laws. But so I I understand where you're going. Uh, and for like the big titles, you're completely right. 
uh, and I, I just wanted to add that uh, the the film scene uh, has uh, has indie has indies I, uh, I in feel a like much greater. Here's the thing: a lot of like what used to be considered big movies and stuff now are actually moving to Netflix. Because even the movie Hollywood industry doesn't want to do like an Al Pacino movie or a uh, Martin Scorsese film because it's it, it doesn't have superheroes in it, uh, <laughs> basically. And hey, I love my superhero movies, but they're absolutely like homogenizing the, the movie industry, the cinema industry. People only want to go to the cinema now to see something big and explosive because if they want to see something intellectual and introspective they can just watch it on netflix and that's what's happening martin scorsese and al pacino and all those guys are going to netflix and making their movies there and uh people are watching them and they're making a load of money uh or uh, chevy clearly has a lot of thoughts on this go on i think i think it's a i think it's kind of a mix of things where it's not just the Hollywood industry and like cinema just trying to only homogenize. I think it's also the fact that the biggest thing, which like goes back to what we were talking about, like as the, at the root of the question is the convenience of it. Why would I want to go to a movie theater that's 15, 20, 30 minutes out of my way to go watch a movie, right? When I can watch a similar product or something along the same lines that's still feeds that kind of uh, need for entertainment that I have while sitting at home now with streaming and with all of the different kind of things that are available now, especially with, as we've seen with this current, um, you know, state that we're in, a lot of movies either push back dates or they just decided, you know what, we're going to bite it and we're going to put it on Disney Plus. We're going to put it on Universal's thing so you can rent it right now in a week or whatever for 20 bucks that is exactly how much it would cost for me and my husband to go watch a movie but now i don't even have to go to a theater i don't have to be you know sitting there with people who i don't want to listen to (laughs) or whatever i can just watch it in the aren't they already aren't they already planning to put like onward up on disney plus yeah, it should be yeah. on this week, I think. Yeah, and it, or that next came week? out like a couple of weeks ago. It's well, obviously these are unique circumstances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think this is going to happen more and more. Uh, I think if it if it does well, it's definitely going to be the direction that they take. Because what I mean at they that might point, decide we don't even need cinemas. It's like. <laughs> well, yeah, I, that's why I, I think I it's more of a mix of like. I, so I like I. going. Oh, I love, but. I but when I you're giving me the option to not have to go oh, yeah, and yeah. I can almost get the same experience. It's not obviously exactly the same. I still, you know, like to go have a date night, go get dinner and everything, but at at the cost, which is a big factor. Your cinema costs are obscene, just FYI. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ours can, is like twenty bucks. It's like ten well, no, it's actually like fourteen fifty, I think, for like like anything after five matinee is like 10 11 dollars i think i think is what it is so at that it's obscene over there um you know here is still relatively affordable we have like an amazing imax screen one of the biggest cinemas in europe actually uh absolutely beautiful screen i would not i will be going to see like eternals hopefully if all this 
coronavirus stuff settles down. Uh, going yep. to see Eternals in the cinema in November, and I absolutely have to see that on the big giant IMAX screen. But yep. then if I want to see it again, I'll be going straight to Disney Plus or whatever to check it out yep. there. Uh, uh, just to, just to bring it back to the yeah. discussion is Video that games. if 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 consoles uh, open up for indie developers to put games uh, out on their marketplace, for example, basically they make consoles Steam, more or less, um, then then I definitely think we would see more of these hidden hidden nuggets of gold uh, show up on. Yeah. Uh, on uh, consoles, uh, but f- for the time being, uh, most of the like uh, little li- little you know diamonds in the rough that have become juggernauts both in the movie industry and in the gaming industry, uh, I they haven't really happened uh, yet with the streaming services. I know there are Netflix is great at giving new directors or you know student film groups or whatever chance that's why i love them but but they haven't had you know streaming services haven't had their pulp fictions yet you know they haven't had their american beauty yet you know and these are you know no they haven't they haven't had an indie movie you know like uh yeah sure martin scorsese is going to netflix that's you know that's neither here nor there, but Quentin Tarantino is the guy who basically makes indie movies with mega movie budgets because I, he I, came from an indie movie background and he never stopped making indie movies, right? I think and that's going to like change in the coming years. I think that's going to be definitely. Like, I just I just more hope more. that it changes on consoles as well. I I want to see the next mega game that everyone and their grandmother has tried at some point uh come on nintendo switch for example i want to see i want to see the next minecraft happen on nintendo switch we that i think we're amazing we're definitely overdue a shake-up mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna say like can we move on for battle royale already can we can we get the next big thing i want to <laughs> i want to see what the next big Coming, bringing it all the full circle, all the way back to Battle Royale. Uh, Age of Empires Four is coming next year, most likely. So, keep, uh... keep dreaming, uh, Seth. It might be a great game, but it's not gonna. That's not gonna be the game. They said uh, that about Age of Empires Two as well. I'd play Age of Empires on the Switch. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> and I was gonna say, you can actually earn Switch. You can actually earn Xbox Live achievements on the Switch. So there is a certain. Microsoft games have yeah. Xbox Live support on them on the Switch. So there is a yeah. precedent there of that kind of idea forming. But yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get to the point where everyone has it. Then there would be no reason to buy a console. <laughs> yeah. But if, if Sony keeps releasing their games on PC, then we probably won't need to anyway. No, that's uh, that's fair. No, all, all, all I'm saying is that if if the... because Because the thing about computer gaming that is always brought up in uh, internet forums when people go into the whole uh, console versus PC wars <laughs> starts every now and then uh, is that uh, it's the freedom of uh, a more or less open source possibility to uh, mod your games uh, make your own games and uh, also 
specifically dictate how you want to play your game uh, in terms of hardware and stuff like that. The freedom of the consumer to define their own experience is more prevalent in the uh, in the computer scene than it is on the console scene. If the console uh, manufacturers and uh, developers are able to give the users that, we will see something amazing happen in the gaming industry. Hey there, folks. Thanks for sticking around until the end of the video. If you enjoyed what you watched here today, please do consider checking out our guests. You can find information on them on the top right of the page. We record these shows regularly over on Twitch covering media events and reviews of new content that comes out, that kind of thing. So if that interests you at all, please do consider dropping a follow over on the Twitch. We can also be found on social media, the usual places, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, all those kind of places. So check them out if you'd like to keep up to date with what we're doing with the channel. And of course, please do drop a subscription and check us out in the future. Take care of yourselves. Stay beautiful.